Chapter 2. Meeting the SK Leaders It was a cloudy morning and the mansion that was filled with people was deathly quiet. The only sound that could be suddenly heard were footsteps as they echoed through the hall. Huta was in his office, looking out of the window, restraining himself as Minho approached. Huta, what did you find out? Minho, it was as you had predicted. A smile spread across Huta's face as he turned to face him. Minho looked down and awaited further instructions. Huta, all right. Well, we finally have a job, too. Gather everyone. Minho bowed and left the room. Huta stretched his arms and yawned. Huta. Ah, what a great morning for chaos. He left his office and went to meet with the others. He sat in his recliner and stared at everyone before speaking. Huta. Hyungnim's orders were clear. We were to stay put and let the kids start earning their stripes, but he did give us something to do. He paused as his wave his left hand around in the air, seemingly trying to come up with his next words. Huta, I guess to get our daily dose of fresh air, if you will. Jungkook perked up and sat on the edge of his seat, but Huta smiled at him and shook his head. Huta, no, my dear friend, there is no one for you to hunt right now. This job is more of a cleanup. We were just asked to look after the kids on their mission tonight. Jungkook sank back in his seat, frowning. Matthew looked over at him and patted his shoulder. Jesse, since when are we babysitters? Huta's smile faded as he turned his attention to Jesse. Huta, I don't know, Jesse. I just follow Hyungnim's orders. Huta sat back in his recliner and took a deep breath. Huta, anyway, Tail and Leo, I know you don't typically go out into the field, but well, there's no one else but you two for this job. Leo and Tail simply nodded. Huta, Taken and Minho will accompany you both, so choose your driver. Matthew and Jesse, you need to bring the bodies back here. Jungkook, I know you prefer to hunt, but your job is disposing of the bodies, understand? Jungkook bowed his head, but still looked upset. Huta stood up and popped his neck. He outstretched his arms, motioning for everyone to leave. He put his hands in his pockets and turned to leave. He returned to his office and turned on his record player. He walked back over to the window to enjoy the view outside as it softly started raining. A shiver ran down his spine and he suddenly turned over to the screen, displaying the security footage from the mansion. He stared at the screen with a melancholic gaze. Meanwhile, the remaining member of the group was headed out the door to do her daily task. She headed out to collect the money from the businesses they owned or promised to protect. Everyone at the local market they protected was fond of her as she wasn't violent nor tried to intimidate them like Jesse used to. Shop owner. Ah, Cherin! Here! The shop owner ran over to her and gave her a bag of fresh fruits as well as some money she owed. Chading smiled at her gently and thanked her for the fruit. She went around the shops collecting the money before going to the bigger businesses where she had to put on her best performance. The bigger businesses always tried to take advantage of her for being a woman. Despite Chading's fair character, she knew how to defend herself well and never showed any weaknesses when dealing with them. She took a deep breath before exiting the car and walked into the building. She walked right past all the receptionists and into the CEO's office. The CEO had a guest that she immediately recognized but pretended not to. CEO. Chading, the men are talking. Chading smiled sarcastically and sat down despite his, his remark. Chading, that's funny. I don't see any men here. The other man scoffed and excused himself before leaving the CEO and Chading alone. The CEO turned to Chading, annoyed, and sat back in his chair. CEO. Couldn't you have knocked? Chading, couldn't you have had the money on time? The CEO laughed as he looked away, then slammed his hands on the table. CEO, 
I'm getting really tired of you. Who's to stop me from just getting rid of you? Chading laughed heartily as she clapped her hands, but before she could answer, the door swung open and a familiar voice filled the room. Voice. Me. The CEO looked up scared and stood up to be able to greet him with a 90-degree bow. CEO. Huta. I, I was just joking. Please. Huta forced a laugh and waved it off as he sat down next to Chading. Huta. <laughs> a joke. Why don't you tell us another joke? One that really makes us laugh. Hutha sat up straight and crossed his arms as he looked at him, anticipating his next words with an amused grin. The CEO was at a loss for words as he stared at them with his eyes wide open and mouth stuttering to speak. CEO, uh, well, um, yes, a joke. Hutha was beginning to grow frustrated as his grin faded. He stood up and slowly walked over to the CEO with his hands behind his back. The CEO continued to stutter nervously as he tried to inch away from Huta. Chading shifted in her seat, already knowing what was about to happen. Huta snatched the CEO by the neck without warning and slammed his head onto the table. He pulled out a gun and rested it against the CEO's temple. CEO, Hyungnim, please, I beg you, d d don't shoot. Huta began laughing maniacally and leaned in close to whisper in his ear. Huta, it's just a joke. The CEO was still begging for mercy as Huta laughed at him. Chading stood up and walked over to where the safe was hidden and turned to face them again. Chading, before you kill him, get the passcode. CEO, no, no, please, please don't kill me. I swear I'll never say anything like that ever again. Kyungnim, please. Huta, I believe she asked for the passcode. Let's be polite and answer her first. CEO, all right, all right, but please, please let me live. Huta took a deep breath and dug the tip of the gun further into his temple. Huta, the passcode! The CEO cried out in pain. CEO, ah, all right, it's 0913. Chaden put in the passcode and opened the safe. Chaden, wow, Mr. CEO, have you been keeping a little extra for yourself or did business suddenly get better within the last month? Huta looked over at her curiously, then back at the CEO. Huta, so you've been stealing, too. CEO, no, no, I swear. Huta, hmm, I don't know. I can't help but feel like you're lying to me right now. Huta picked him up and walked him over to the safe at gunpoint. As soon as he saw the safe, a smile spread across his face again. Huta, chating, darling, take it all. CEO, Hyungnim! Hatha pushed him to the ground and climbed on top of him, punching him in the face several times before standing back up and aiming the gun at him. Chading quickly grabbed all the cash and jewelry from the safe as well as the documents hidden inside. She left nothing behind and was about to walk out. Huta, Chading, call the guards inside and wait for me downstairs. She hesitated but did as she was told. She reached the lobby and debated whether or not to wait for him. Chading, by how he's worked up right now, I better stay. Damn it, Minhyuk. Why did you have to have that temper? She waited in her car quietly when she saw Huta and the guards approaching. She rolled down the window and waited for further instructions. Minhyuk. Chading, are you okay? Chading, why wouldn't I be? Minhyuk, I know you can defend yourself just fine, but I still wish you'd take at least one guard with you when you come to places like this. Chading, you don't have to worry about me anymore. Your bag is in the back seat. She unlocked the doors, but he shook his head. Minhyuk, I trust you. Go home. 
I'll take care of the rest today. Cheda knew better than to try and argue against him, so she just nodded and rolled the window back up.